I'm Luka Doncic and this is Lockdown Mavericks Podcast. Donovan display in, tr- in three quarters in the first three quarters. Oh, hold, on all... hold on, what? Stop, stop, stop. Is that a is that a soccer jersey you have on? I mean. Uh, are... Are you for real? From Ireland, uh, I suppose. Um, yeah, I suppose. Yeah. Uh, but very much a passionate uh, basketball man. And welcome. You are locked on to the Dallas Mavericks. My name is Nick Angstead, media member and coordinator for the Lockdown Podcast Network. And joining me, as always, my co-host, contributor at Mavs.com. The winning wonder, the one more thinking. What you got for me, Isaac Harris? What about those Dallas Mavericks? Feels hey. like feels like we haven't seen them play for literally eight days. Until eight days. until the opening tip, I did not feel like it was going to be a real game. It just didn't feel like it didn't feel real to me, right? Every time I saw a pregame warm up or something, I was like, "This is this is a pre-produced segment, and this is not real." I, I just don't believe that this game is going to happen. And honestly, for this Mavericks team, we talked about it on yesterday's pod, but. You know, they desperately needed a break and them getting eight days and practicing, you know, they got four good practices in. And I think you saw it from the opening tip, a a team that, you know, they locked down on defense and uh, we'll talk more about the game. But yeah, big win. I'd say big win just because if they lost this first game coming off an eight day break, I think fans would have really freaked out. So I think them winning in the fashion that they did. Uh, was something that we all wanted. And uh, yeah, very, very good win for the Mavericks. 100%. On today's show, Isaac and I are going to break down the Mavericks 102 to 92 win over the Memphis Grizzlies. Memphis Grizzlies that just did not look like they were in this game at all until really the fourth quarter. But yeah, lots of stuff to get into this game. The, the biggest story, I think, thing that I talked about in my Lockdown Now post game video was Christoph Porzingis didn't play because of back tightness. And now there's some rumors. There's a report from Bleacher Report that the Mavericks are exploring options. I feel like that's the big story about the Mavs. I mean, this game kind of can live on its own, but I feel like the Porzingis stuff is still is the biggest talk right now. So, what do you take about what do you take from the rumors? Porzingis being out with back tightness. I I, I cannot look at this Porzingis thing with back tightness after a seven day layoff. And not be reminded about Dennis Smith Jr. I just can't, like I just can't. Literally, back tightness, the same exact thing with Dennis Smith Jr. A, a similar, a similar situation where Dennis was kind of upset about his role in playing time, and Porzingis has been talking about playing time a lot and figuring out when he wants to play and all this, and wanting to get touches. And there's just some similarities there that I just cannot like. There's flags that I just cannot wave. <laughs> I'm literally waving on my head that I just cannot get out of my head. I know you're going to downplay this, but is this something or nothing? You know, the little, uh, my dad uh, has his own landscaping business and a part of that landscaping business, he uh, sprays. And when you spray a, a, a lawn and neuters uh, or <laughs> no, Oh, sorry. Different when, when, when you, uh, when you spray a lawn, uh, a lot of times you'll put a little flag in, in the yard and uh, it just notifies everybody and the homeowners <laughs> that, Hey, I sprayed the grass. And uh, so do you have a little flag up in the yard? Uh, possibly. 
But no, my biggest thing. Sometimes. Let me just continue this landscaping thing, okay? Let me just continue this landscaping analogy. Sometimes (laughs) if your yard has had some issues and maybe a a patch of it has been burnt before, that patch kind of stays burnt and you remember it because you've been burnt before. That's that's all I gotta say about it. Now here's my, here's my thing with KP uh, not playing. You know, it's the first first day of a back to back. You know, they're coming back off this, you know, what seven eight days off, and it's a back to back for them. They play they played Memphis last night. They play Boston tonight, both at home in Dallas. Uh, and the Boston game is a national TV game. You know, early tip six thirty Central Time tip. So you know, with that being a national TV game, there's some, you know, rules and stuff around that about resting players from national TV. KP's not been playing in some of these back-to-backs. Uh, for me, uh, for my takeaway on it, um, we also are on video uh, right now for our... <laughs> <laughs> we're, we actually do video now for all of our podcasts. Uh, but anyway... Be up on WFA um, Sports. Yes. So... Uh, Soon yeah, on YouTube, by the way. I, I think it's... Uh, I think it uh, has a lot to do with that. As far as... Uh, so now I will say this, if he does not play in the Celtics game, which Rick Carlo was noncommittal about it after the game. And if he does not play in the, in the, in the Celtics game, I will, I will take a few more of those, uh, red, uh, flags for the yard and put them a little bit, you know, put them in the yard a little bit. You'll spray and neuter more of the yard. <laughs> um, as far as the, the rumor on bleacher report, uh, I do. I love a lot of Jake Fisher stuff and he does an amazing job uh, as far as like, you know, writing a bunch of stories and stuff for for us. We've been doing this podcast for four years, every single day. Um, we're probably right around the thousand episode mark. We haven't added that up close. in a while. We're getting close. Um, we've said the same thing for years now. There are a handful of people that we take news from and we say, hey, this is this is real. We're talking Brad Townsend. We're talking Tim McMahon, uh, we're talking Mark Tim Stein. Cato, Tim, Tim Cato of the athletic, you know, I think Tim, Tim wasn't at, at the athletic, you know, full-time beat when we first started. So Cato has been the only person that we've really added to that group over the past, you know, couple of years, Mark Stein. And then, yeah, obviously, whoa, Sham, something like that. If it's not one of those dudes, then I have a extreme caution on it. So Take that for whatever you want. I'm sure Twitter is having fun with it as far as rumors and trade machine and, and all of that. But until one of those dudes uh, that we've said so much on this podcast, until one of those guys uh, report it, then, uh, yeah, I'm taking it with a grain of salt. Yep. Uh, I think that's what it I think it's more so the Porzingis being out is more so about this back-to-back situation. And they didn't want him to be resting, I guess, in the first game. And maybe he went too hard in practice. Maybe he is actually having back tightness, right? Could it be that he's actually just feeling this? It doesn't have to be a, a nefarious or, like, secret reason. Maybe, maybe, right? Like, maybe he's actually feeling I mean, back what, tightness and didn't want to play. Josh and Jalen, both after the game, were asked about, like, just the mood and just the message of the practices and they both like specifically said we went hard. We went hard at each other and it was competitive. So, I don't think like what you just said that very well could be something. I mean, I, it sounds like they did have some really competitive practices and uh yeah, they they just both separately made a point to say that and answer that question that way. So, I, I do believe it was a very spirited practice week for them. Yeah, so and Porzingis, maybe he was getting into it, maybe he was playing some defense. Maybe like maybe Porzingis oh. is playing some defense, Whoa. and then all of a sudden, all of a sudden he tweaks his back. He was carrying the second unit, so I think they're 
there also is a level of this where the actual story from Bleacher Report, we don't want to kind of, we don't want to kind of mis mislead or say the wrong thing about the story. They just said that the Mavericks were gauging interest in a trade for, or gauging interest in Porzingis's trade value. That literally happens all the time in the NBA. I went and did the sports business classroom in Las Vegas at Summer League a couple years ago. And they had a bunch of GMs and assistant GMs. Tommy Shepard, I remember specifically, who was assistant GM of the Wizards at the time. He's now the GM of the Wizards. He told us, and Mike Zarin, assistant coach of the, the Celtics, I remember them sitting down with us doing a Q&A and saying, we literally call every team all the time about players and ask about our players, ask about their players. It happens. It's a constant conversation. And that's one of the reasons why a trade like the Porzingis trade can happen so quick when the Mavericks got him from New York. They already knew what the Knicks were kind of looking for in a Porzingis trade if it ever got to that point. The Knicks weren't openly trading for Porzingis or openly asking for trades for Porzingis, but the Mavericks knew what the Knicks kind of wanted and what kind of package because they'd been talking about it because Don Nelson had done the groundwork. And so Don Nelson doing the groundwork again. However, it becomes a big story now because Porzingis sits out. There's some weird stuff with Porzingis in his, his play. He's kind of been disappointing this year for a lot of people. And so then it becomes a big story. So I don't think that this is, a, I think this is, if we're playing the game news or not, I would say this is not news. Uh, I think this happens all the time. The, the timing of it and like Isaac said, if he misses this game tonight, if you're listening to this on Tuesday, if he misses the game against Boston, that's another thing. That you say. If it's and if it's something else, right? If he's if it's illness, if it's illness, I'm I'm totally. This is Dennis with Junior again, right? Like because that was the same thing that happened with Dennis. It was back tightness, and then it was illness that he was out for a certain number of games. So, but, but even with the if it's, comparing if it's, it to the, if it's that, then I'd be concerned. But I'm not now. Even with the Dennis KP comparison with the stuff. You know, KP's just been more vocal about it and just who he is. You know, with Dennis, uh, you know, Dennis wasn't really saying that stuff whenever he um, was absent. You know, he wasn't saying that stuff before his back tightness happened and then he wasn't (laughs) with the team. And then, bam, you know, he he came back for a triple double and then was traded. You know, KP's been very open. It's just part of, you know, who KP is and his personality. And it's awesome from a media standpoint. I love talking to KP because he's always so honest. We, I wish, you know, some athletes were uh, as honest as KP is. Uh, so I think that, you know, it's just fueling a lot of people talking right now of how he's expressed some of his, you know, desires for things that haven't happened <laughs> combine that with you know his play and you know the defense and stuff and your team record you know and there's a lot of reasons for that so yeah i think yeah this it's probably not the last conversation we will hear from you know different sites and stuff over the next few weeks Coming up, let's get into the actual game we've talked enough about Chris Porzingis. let's get into the Dallas Mavericks game Luka Doncic a record has been shattered it will never be broken Luka Doncic does it we'll talk about that we'll talk about the actual game coming up but before we do rockauto.com the one place to get all the parts your car will ever need we talk about it all the time there's so many different kinds of cars right now so many different reasons you want to save money right now a lot of people are dealing with stuff i'm sure a lot of you in dfw have to deal with some car parts and fixing parts of your car because of the storms and all that so if you need parts and if you want to save 
there's certain car, you know, mechanic shops that will take, if you have a part, they'll put it on for you, right? You don't have to buy the part through them. So find those great places, the places that'll do that for you and uh, get your parts at rockauto.com. Go there. They have a catalog that's remarkably easy to navigate. You just go there, put the make and model the year of your car, find everything available for your car or truck. Best of all, Prices at rockauto.com are always reliably low and the same for professionals and do-it-yourselfers. Why would you want to spend up to twice as much for the same parts? Go to rockauto.com right now, see all the parts available for your car or truck, and write Locked On in their How Did You Hear About Us box so that they know that we sent you. Again, write in Locked On in their How Did You Hear About Us box. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. rockauto.com. Get more of the sports news you need in less time with our new Locked On Today podcast. Peter Bukowski hosts a breakdown of the biggest stories with analysis from our local experts. Start your day with all the sports news you need in under 20 minutes. Subscribe to Locked On Today wherever you get your podcasts. On Locked On Today, your boy. Let's go. Monday's episode and potentially Tuesday's episode as well. Or actually, no, Tuesday and potentially Wednesday's episode as well. I'll probably be on Locked On today. So get it and get it. just get a feel. If you want to listen to more me, listen to Locked On today. Get a feel of it and see what it's like. All right, Isaac Harris, let's get into this Dallas Mavericks game. So again, they win. They hold the lead wire to wire in this one. <laughs> Halftime of this game, Luka had, what, seven points and like one assist? And the Mavericks were up by almost 20 points. It was one of the most bizarre games in that sense. Luka finishes the game with 21 points, 5 assists. Only. Only 21 points and 5 assists. The record that was broken was Luka had 14 straight games with 25 or more points. And he doesn't get it. So I guess it wasn't broken. It was halted or stopped or whatever. Mm, But he doesn't continue that. But I don't really care about that. I think Luka may have cared about that. The way that he came back in the game and started chucking at the end of the game. But... Uh, the Mavericks pulled this off without Luca, and I think we have to talk about other guys instead of him. Yeah, that, I mean that's the story of the game, right? I mean Luca from the very beginning. Well, okay, so KB doesn't play, then they elect to start Dwight Powell, and instantly we're saying, all right, how many rebounds is Valanciunas going to have tonight? And you know that was, you know, we were joking. What did he end up at? Seventeen or fifteen? Oh, I, I texted right, Nick right before. between the two of us because I said thirteen. And what'd you say? Like sixteen? I said or seventeen. We're right between the two of us. We had it. We if we just had the average. <laughs> well, yeah. Nick technically wins because I texted Nick before the game. I said over under rebounds for Valanciunas fifteen and a half. He took under. <laughs> I took over, and uh, it right was close. There. It was close. But I got the but, under. But no, I mean, I think from the very beginning, you know, I tweeted this out. They had five, Memphis had five points with three minutes to go in the first quarter. Five <laughs> it was, points. It was rough, man. It was, yeah, super rough for them. But it wasn't just on their part. Man, Dallas's defense, they just, I mean, they looked energetic. They gave effort. They had legs. I think, yes, they had their legs with them. KP wasn't out there. I mean, we have to at least admit that, that, you know, the defense did look better when, when KP was not was not out there, so uh, I thought they looked great. You know, defensively, Luca struggled early on. He just, man, he just wasn't normal normal Luca uh, in the first quarter. But this was this was the story of the other guys. Like you said, this wasn't the Luca show tonight. He had a, you know, a little bit of run there in the third, but you know, it's kind of the Josh Richardson show in, in the first quarter, and then Tim Hardaway took it away for pretty much the rest of the game. And this is this is the stuff we want to see, right? I mean, especially with KP out, 
We always talk about what's the help without Luca. What's the other you know role players look like? And tonight it was all about them. Big time win for them. Absolutely, it was huge for the Mavericks role players. Tim Hardaway Jr. He only has games where he hits three threes or eight threes. He hit seven in this one. Twenty nine points off the bench. He's I mean when he's on fire, man, he's just next level. Like he's got to be second in six man of the year. I'm not sure if there's somebody else that gets close. I mean, Jordan Clarkson's going to win it. I just feel like there's, it's going to be really hard to break Jordan Clarkson right now, but, or to catch Jordan Clarkson, but Tim Hardaway is real close there when he's on fire. We know like, there's not much more we can say about him. Let me look Uh, up Rondo's numbers in Atlanta. (laughs) After the, after the game, Hardaway said, I really look at myself as one of the best shooters on this team and pride myself as one of the best shooters on this team. And I think that kind of mentality, it goes to, I think there is some kind of competition between him and Josh Richardson or Brunson or whoever to be that second leading scorer. Tonight he was the the number one leading scorer, but I think he wants to be that guy. I think he wants to show that he can be a great shooter. He's in a contract year, and he's doing some good stuff shooting the ball. He He can do it in movement. He can do it set shots. I mean, he's at the point now where I expect shots to go in for him, and that hasn't always been the case. I mean, there's certain nights he's on and off, but yeah, kind of as as he goes, the Mavericks sort of go. It's been kind of interesting. A couple of you guys tweeted that out to me today. And uh, I went back and I started to look up the Mavs record when Tim Hardaway Jr. hits a certain number of points. And Tim Hardaway Jr., when he scores 20 or more points, including the game against Memphis, Mavs are 6-1. and one. When he scores under 15 points, 3-8. and eight. When he scores between 16 and 19 points, they're five and six. Wow. <laughs> like literally really good record when he scores over 20 points, bad record when he scores less than 15, and middle of the road record when he scores between 16 and 19. Pretty crazy. Can we get this man in the three-point contest? Whoa. I think it's time. He needs to be in it. Who would have thought, man? Like who would have thought? Paul Rudd meme. Like, <laughs> Paul Rudd meme. Us. That's what I was about to say. Look at us. <laughs> He need, he deserves to be there. Um, if he just wants to stay at home and take the you know take the break, just take the break. Because if I was a player, I wouldn't want to go that. I wouldn't want to go to that either. Uh, but yeah, if they're handing that out, I think I think he deserves to be there and to be in the three point contest, man. I, I yeah, I mean he's after tonight he was thirty nine percent going to this game. He was seven seven of eleven from three tonight, like you said. That took takes him up to forty percent from three. He was forty percent from three last year. He's yeah, he's shooting the ball really well. When he gets on fire like that, that's yeah. I mean, he compared it to an ocean after the game of like, man, I feel like I'm just throwing it to an ocean basically. But <laughs> yeah, he 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 low key tries to dunk it. I think more than anybody on the team too. You were there. Did you see his pregame dunk where he threw it off the backboard? I did not. I was talking. To he somebody. threw it off the backboard and finished 360. I tweeted it out. You can go find it at Nick Ooh. Van Exit. You can also follow us at Lockdown Mavs and follow Isaac at. Isaac L. Harris. But yeah, he he threw it off the backboard, 360 dunked it. And I was like, oh, dang. And a couple people tweeted that after the game and were like, this is when Tim Hardaway Jr. knew he was going off. Okay. (laughs) You mentioned that I was there. A few few in arena thoughts real quick. It was super sad seeing Chris Arnold talk to basically (laughs) an empty arena. You got time to get something to eat. You got time. And they had like piped in noise. To answer to Chris Paul, I mean Chris Paul, Chris Arnold, <laughs> and his everything, and uh, I felt bad for him because he always gets the arena super hyped, and you know there was a decent amount of fans in there. You know, there were season lim- ticket holders there for the first time. 
Yes, for sure. I, I had a friend there, Trent. He's a uh, season ticket holder, and he texted me and was like, "I was like, man, I didn't even know that this was." And then the guy D Clark, shout out to D Clark. <laughs> I was gonna he say, was, give a uh, shout out. Yes, he was. Uh, he was setting. Uh, so yeah, where me- media they have media setting on like the second row or I mean, the second level right now, and there's like this plexiglass uh, barrier kind of in between me. I'm on like the edge of the media section. And, you know, fans and D decides to shout out. He's like, hey, Isaac, is that you? Isaac locked on Mavs. I I follow you on Twitter. He he pulled a Stewie Griffin like mom, mummy, mom, mom, mummy. (laughs) And I rolled my chair over there. I was like, I feel like if somebody's going to holler at me, I'm like in trouble or something. And uh, so I do. And I'm I'm, man, I miss fan interaction so much with just Mavs fans, just seeing Mavs fans in the arena and hearing all of you guys. uh, But yeah, I mean, before COVID, uh, there was different times when Nick lived in Dallas, we would meet up with, you know, listeners of the pod and different times over the past, you know, a few years, a bunch of you guys have reached out and I've tried to meet, meet you in the lower bowl and upper deck, wherever it's at. So, uh, yeah. So if you're at a game, reach out. And if you ever see me and you're like, Hey, I think that's, uh, Isaac like D did. And, uh, yeah, shout out to D and thanks for listening, bro. All right, coming up, let's get into some more of this game. There's some stuff I actually want to break down. There's some good stuff from everybody. Jalen Brunson, we have to talk about him. He has been absolutely playing out of his mind recently. We'll talk about him, get into Take all that. Take that, Kirk. <laughs> coming up. But before we do, betonline.ag. It's the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sports action. Football might be over, but NBA, college basketball, and NHL are all in full swing. Let's see if they have some lines for the Dallas Mavericks tomorrow. Because they're playing against the uh, the Celtics. Celtics have been they're like what fifteen and fifteen or, or sixteen and fifteen something like that. They and are not blew playing twenty four point lead. They are not playing well right now. They do not actually have uh, any kind of they do not have a, a line for that. But they do have MVP odds. LeBron James plus one hundred five. It's a little high for LeBron right now. Joel Embiid plus three hundred. Jokic plus six hundred. Steph Curry plus twelve hundred. Kevin Durant plus twelve hundred. Luka Doncic plus mm. fourteen hundred. I'm just gonna say, put down hundred bucks and you win. You win fourteen hundred bucks. And that's wins. a sexy number because if the Mavericks go on a big winning streak and they, they get do. into the top four, then. Look at all the stuff that this team, you know, has overcome too. They'll have the like narrative. that narrative. That narrative will be there if he can bring this Mavericks team to like a home court advantage type thing. That would be huge. Yeah, the loss column hurts them already, but because they have 15 losses, but they're only like what? They're not that far off from. They're only eight games. They're only eight wins less than like the Lakers and Clippers. That puts you in range, right? Like, yeah, but I, like it's not out of the world to think, hey, could Mavericks go on a seven and one, you know, like run a little bit? Like that that could very well happen in the second half. Like you don't know. We'll see. So betonline.he, go there, get a account, use the promo code locked on. They'll give you a fifty percent welcome bonus with your first deposit. You can put a bet on Luka Doncic for MVP, even just a fun one. Put down ten bucks, you win one hundred and forty if he wins. It's just a little fun. Payday for you at the end. Bet online, your online sportsbook experts. 
February is Black History Month, and the Lockdown Podcast Network is honoring the challenges and successes of black men and women in sports with a new series called Lockdown Presents More Than the Game. Right now, you can hear Candace Cooper of Lockdown Tar Heels and Erica Ayala of Lockdown Women's Basketball discuss opportunities and challenges that come with being a black woman in sports. Subscribe to the Lockdown Presents podcast feed from the radio.com app or wherever you get your podcasts. There's also a really good conversation from Candace Cooper and Ross Jackson, who is the host of Locked On Saints. That podcast is available there now as well. Locked On Presents. Go listen to them. Great stuff. He had a really good conversation and talk about Stuart Scott and how Stuart Scott is the first time that Ross Jackson, and he's about our age, the first time he heard somebody speak like him on a, on like a broadcast and on TV and not try to code switch. And when you code switch, you kind of change the way that you talk and you take out some of your, you know, the language that you'd normally use and things like that and change your inflection of words and things to try and sound honestly, like sound more white, right? Like that's the, that's kind of the way that he yeah. that, uh, put it. And he, that, that Stuart Scott was the first person that he heard on TV talk like Ross Jackson did or talk like the, you know, hit like, uh, people in his like culture is the way he said. And so I found that really, really fascinating. And that's something that I can't really connect with because it's like everybody talks like me (laughs) on TV. And so I just found that very, very interesting. So it's a good conversation with them. Again, Lockdown Presents. All right, Isaac Harris, let's get into some more of this game. Dallas Mavericks. Uh, We talked about Tim Hardaway Jr., 29 points from him. Jalen Brunson. 19 points, seven boards, three assists for him coming off the bench. He hit two of his five threes. He was just doing all kinds of stuff on the court. He is, he just, like, I think Harp said it on the broadcast. It was one of the few things that Harp said on the broadcast that was right tonight. <laughs> Harp, was, Harp was going off on the on the broadcast today. Was he really? He said every team needs a Willie Colley Stein. That's what he said on the broadcast. <laughs> oh, no. But one of the things he said I, I really, really liked was, that Jalen Brunson rarely makes a wrong decision. And I think that's true. Jalen Brunson does usually make the right decision. He's a really smart basketball player. He, When he's in transition, I think it's an automatic bucket. Just the way that he's going to either kick out to somebody. He had a couple really good plays. I think he had probably 10 of their fast break points or accounted for about 10 of their fast break points in the first half. He had just some really good plays where he finishes – where it looks like he's about to pass to somebody, and all of a sudden he just finishes on a layup, where he kicks out to somebody that's open for three. He had a really good drive, and he drew the defense in, and he kicked out to Tim Hardaway Jr. in transition. And then he had an incredible like get behind the defense right down the middle of the court. Luka threw a bullet of a pass oh, down the middle beautiful. of the lane right to Jalen Brunson. He finished with contact and all that. He is just – he's like on another level right now. I mean, when he is asked to step up, he just – he has, and – I've been really impressed with Jalen Brunson. I mean, you can make an argument that, I mean, I'd say an argument that your two best players this season are on rookie contracts with Luca and Jalen. You can make the argument, right? I mean, yeah, we talk about KP and, and Tim and that, but, but no, I mean, Jalen shows you, especially when him and Luca plays together. You know, I looked up. They played 280 minutes. This was before tonight. I'm assuming on uh, PVP stats. You know, they're a plus 5.9 net rating on that, and that's that's good. Like that, they, they have a chemistry. They have a chemistry on the court together. They have a chemistry off the court together. They're really good friends. I, I think of all the people that could be traded from Dallas, and this is just my speculation. Of all the people who could be traded from Dallas, I think Brunson would be the one that would bother Luca the most. 
And th- that's just my opinion. Um, Outside of Boban. I think more than Boban. I, yeah, <laughs> I, I do. I do think that. Uh, even though Boban putting up threes at halftime and draining them <laughs> and the crowd's just going nuts uh, because, you know, he's just out there shooting. Um, I love Boban. But it shows you the potential of like what that secondary creator looks like with Luca. And the fact there were different times tonight to where like Luca could take a break and he deferred to Brunson and Brunson, you know, mm-hmm. could create on his own and score that stuff, whether it's Brunson or not. If you don't think that Brunson can be that full-time guy, you can at least watch the, the Brunson Luca minutes together and say, all right, that's what it looks like because Brunson brings something to this team that, no one else like brings like, I'm sorry. We, we love Jay rich, but Jay rich just isn't the creator that Jalen Brunson is. And, and, J- and Jalen Brunson knows the system a lot more than, than Josh Richardson does. Right. Like he does, he does for sure. But even I was listening to one of the ringer pods the other day, I think it was bill and Ryan. It could have been. And they were talking about the Mavericks. And one of them said, it's crazy how important Jalen Brunson is to that Mavericks team. And I'm like, it's so true. And I like hearing national perspectives too sometimes of teams because we're just in this bubble so much. (laughs) But it's so important because, yeah, he is the other guy that has to create and stuff. And and Jalen's been playing so good this season that it shows you what that potential is, not just for Jalen and Luka, but what another creator next to Luka looks like too. So I, I am super happy for him. I just... My whole thing with Brunson is I think he's playing so, so good, but I still love him off the bench. Yeah. And I'm not there of, oh, he should start with Luca and he's your, you know, guaranteed starter and all this stuff. I, I still like him in that sixth, seventh man role, like alternating him and Luca, letting him run the, you know, the second unit, all that stuff. I like him more in that role than like starting all the time. But when him and Luca do play together, it, it's solid and great minutes. If you're, trying to round out a playoff rotation. Brunson, Hardaway, and Powell, sometimes James Johnson, sometimes Willie Cauley-Stein. Like, that is your eight player. Like, th- those are your eight players, right? The five starters yeah. and then those guys, which we talked about this a lot last year. They have kind of a rotating other player. With, with Jalen out, it was Trey Burke really stepped up into that role, and there's other guys there. But I think that's your, like, eight-man rotation, which is what Carlisle's really stuck to. And I think that's a really solid playoff rotation. If you can stick to those guys and everybody's playing, you know, top of their game, all of a sudden that's a really dangerous team. So yeah, Jalen Brunson's been incredible. I'm not, I'm not right there with you yet to say that he's been the second best player, but he's pl- the games he's played. I really say you well, can make the argument. I'm not he's, saying he's locked that spot down. I'm just saying I think you can make an argument. He's he's still a 50 percent player to me, where he's he's like 50 percent. Who, who else would be it? KP. IKP, yeah, he, he's been really, really good. Tim Hardaway's had really, really good games. Uh, yeah, I guess Ooh. there's not a lot of competition there, really. <laughs> <laughs> KP, like, we give KP a lot of crap, but he still puts up numbers, right? He's still averaging, like, the same thing he did last year, 20 and 8 or 29 at this point. So, and he's shooting really well, and he's had some really good games, too. So, yeah. I know we get on Chris Porzingis, but still putting up numbers. Well, the main uh, thing, I think you, well, I think you I could wouldn't even, say we, I you wouldn't could, say we crap on him. I would say... The only thing we we get on him about is the defense, and everybody is not yeah. even the Mavericks are acknowledging that. And the things that we talk about have been things that he's brought up. And it's like we we also have higher expectations for him than anybody else on the roster outside of Luca. And so I, I think that you know comes with yeah with with all that too. Crap on yeah was not the right not the right word there. I think you could even make a case. I crap that- on Wesawandu. <laughs> I was just about to say the second best player is Wesson Wandu. 
his shooting, his shooting uh, killed us there for a little bit. But so seems like an awesome guy, though. Josh Richardson also, I thought he had a solid game in this one. 17 points, seven boards, three assists. He was like lights out in the first quarter. What did he? He hit three threes in the first quarter. He was he had 11 points and five boards in the first quarter. When he comes out and plays with energy, and this is we're starting to see Josh Richardson when he has his legs under him. He can be a spark plug, and he can be a really really good player for the Mavericks. And so I think that is a really good development for them. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. I mean, when he was confident, I mean, a couple of those threes were just him looking at the defender and saying, Hey, I'm going to make this three over you. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, that was nice. I thought he played Memphis, man. I have thoughts on Memphis. <laughs> I, I was a little bit disappointed in jaw tonight. I thought jaw would be a little bit more aggressive. The, I think he's the only like, times jaw scored was when he just barreled into the defense and like, looked like he stumbled into an and one and it kind of looked like he was doing it on purpose, but he didn't really get anything else going unless he was just like ramming into the defense and hoping he was getting fouled. Yeah. I was wanting him to be more aggressive. I know he shot, shot at 21 times, but honestly like, bro, just keep on going for it. You're when you're, when you're starting with Grayson Allen and Kyle Anderson, you kind of have to do that. Yes. Uh, Kyle Anderson, my nemesis, Grayson Allen, you suck. I just don't like you. Uh, Brandon, <laughs> Brandon Clark. What on God's green earth did they do to his shot? It's why bad, did, it's why bad. did they jack with that? I don't, I was disappointed in that. And uh, justice Winslow. I know, I don't, I know he's only played a few games b- back from everything. He was rough. He looked rough. Justice I thought Winslow Ty's, had my favorite play of the game though in transition. And he just, he try he's trying to catch up to the ball and he can't, he just can't run fast enough. And so he just grabs Tim Hardaway Jr.'s Jersey and tries to pull him back and try to propel himself forward, like using the momentum and the broadcast showed it over and over again, because they thought that that's what they were reviewing. They thought that that's what the, that's what the foul was in transition. And then after all that, they're showing the broad, they're showing that the broadcast like four or five times. They say, Foul on the play, Grayson Allen. And you're like, wait, hold on. That wasn't the foul the whole time. It was great. But yeah, other than that, Justice Winslow, even with that, no, terrible. He, game. he was rough. I thought Tyus Jones played really well. I, I thought he's he like their Jalen Brunson, right? Like, yeah, he really very is. Very similar yeah. players, size of head and everything. And lastly, Desmond Bain. So many of you guys wanted Desmond Bain. And Still I'm just going to say, yeah, if he was in Dallas, he would be in the um, G League bubble right now. Yeah, that's the difference between two teams. Uh, do we want to talk anything? I mean, we we talked about this game a little bit, but Rick Carlisle after the game was in rare form. He was going in. Oh, and, my. He was going in and out on reporters. Uh, just some interesting stuff. I'm sure the post game will be available on on, da- on Dallas YouTube, right? Yeah, yeah. It'll be on uh, yeah, the Mavericks so. official YouTube thing. It was an all-timer uh, from Rick, so <laughs> it was great. Just weird, funny stuff. Uh, yeah, he was. I will say, Maxi rolled his ankle in this game. Oh yeah, he never came back. Uh, you know, he, yeah, he he rolled it pretty good. They looked at him on the bench. I was watching that the whole time. They took him back to the locker room. He never came back. Rick said after the game that he hadn't talked to Maxi yet. Um, so I don't know what his status is for Boston. Rick wouldn't expand on that either. So if we they don't have Maxi, refused, refused yeah. to even like touch on it. Definitely refused. Um, but yeah, I'll be curious to see. The Boston game will be a good one, I think, because Boston, you know, they gave up 24 point lead against New Orleans the other day. I watched it a little bit of that game. And uh, yeah, they're going to definitely be wanting to try to get back on the right track. They don't have Marcus Smart, though. 
So I want to see, yeah, I want to see, you know, their bigs, you know, stretching out against KP, assuming KP plays. Uh, Jason Tatum, I'm assuming Dorian will take him. Josh will probably take, you know, uh, Jalen Brown or maybe Kemba. I don't know what they want to do with that, but should be good, though. I'm I can't keep track it. of who's in and out for them. They've had Kemba miss a bunch of games. They've had Marcus Smart miss a bunch of games. And when those guys miss games, it's really tough. So we'll see what happens. But they're two, they're two young stars. They've been playing. They're probably both all-stars. We, we counted them as locks the other day. So yeah. that's uh, it'll be a fun game to watch. So we'll be back with another post game. And Isaac, you have one more thing? I don't. I don't have anything. Oh, that's I'll, sad. I, Mavericks have won six of their last eight. They've won five of their last six. Let's Are things go. turning around? Possibly. Has this it Boston, already turned around? Has it already turned? This Boston game, I think, will be a, a really good one, though. They win this one. I think national people will see this game. They beat Boston. I think people will. It, you'll see all the talk shows and podcasts. Is Dallas back? Is, yeah. da- is this what everybody will be about? You know, the first one that's going to say that is locked on today. Because Peter asked me, is Dallas back? That was the first thing. So. Oh, Pete. <laughs> Go check that out, guys. Thanks for listening to Lockdown Maps. Peace out. Boom. Hey, Rick, do you have an injury update on, on Maxi, and, and what are the chances him and or KP could play tomorrow? No idea. Rick, we missed you for a little bit there. Uh, why were you late? Well, the, I was told that the, the players just uh, lined up and came down here. So, you know. We, we, li- we uh, like to see you because that's, that's an awful – well, I know, but it's the question that everybody was wondering, so I figured I might as well ask it. I was enjoying some uh, blackened salmon, broccoli, and rice, if you must know. You got any leftovers? Uh, there's a little piece of broccoli left. <clears throat> got your name on it. <laughs>